from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of The Daily TV Mass. My name is Monsignor Sam Bianco, and today our homilist is Deacon Michael Walsh. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from Delhi, Ontario. This Mass is offered in thanksgiving for Roger and Michael's homecomings and lovingly remembered for all their shared blessings. And in gratitude for all the celebrants, participants, and crew who bless our world with the living word and spiritual nourishment. On behalf of all who are gathered for this sacred celebration, we thank our donor for the gift of this Mass. Today is also the feast of Blessed Nikita Budka, Blessed Vasily Velchohovsky, and Saint Cyril of Alexandria. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God our Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Coming together as God's family, we seek mercy and forgiveness for our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that always pondering spiritual things, we may carry out in both word and deed that which is pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Genesis. Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents, so that the land could not support both of them living together. For their possessions were so great that they could not live together. And there was strife between the herders of Abram's livestock and the herders of Lot's livestock. At that time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites lived in the land. Then Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me, and between your herders and my herders, for we are kindred. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left. Lot looked about him and saw that the plain of the Jordan was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, in the direction of Sor. This was before the Lord had destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. 
So Lot chose for himself all the plain of the Jordan, and Lot journeyed eastward. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the plain and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the people of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Raise your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward and southward, and eastward and westward. For all the land that you see, I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Rise up, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are at Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. The word of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them underfoot and turn and maul you. In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy. That leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard. That leads to life, and there are few who find it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So my friends, this week, Monday to Wednesday, we're on this journey through Matthew chapter 7. And Matthew chapter 7 is the uh, chapter in Matthew's gospel that concludes what is perhaps the greatest of the teachings of Jesus Christ. Maybe I would argue the greatest teachings of all time, the Sermon on the Mount. And the Sermon on the Mount is this uh, biblical collection of these religious teachings, these ethical sayings that Jesus has shared with us and with the disciples who were there at the time. You may remember, there was this large group that gathered around and they were listening to Jesus. And in these teachings, what Jesus does is he does so often, he doesn't come to change the law, but he comes to reframe the law so that we might see things in an entirely new and different light. This, this sermon that goes on through these number of days, through these numbers of chapters from chapter 6 to chapter 5 to chapter 7 in Matthew's gospel is really about a life of discipline. A life of discipline based on this new law or this reframed law of love, even to our enemies, as opposed to the old law of retribution. You may remember the famous saying that says, an eye for an eye. But what we're going to see in these teachings is Jesus takes that law and he reframes it. In the Sermon on the Mount, we get the Beatitudes. We get Jesus teaching us the Lord's Prayer. And in today's gospel, we have his teaching on the golden rule. Now, St. Augustine or St. Augustine, depending where you are, said this about the Sermon on the Mount. He said, if we piously and soberly consider the sermon which our Lord Jesus Christ spoke on the Mount, the Sermon on the Mount, as we read it in the Gospel of Matthew, which we are doing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week, I think that we will find in it, St. Augustine says, so far as regards the highest morals, a perfect standard of the Christian life. He goes on and he says this. In these sayings on the sermon, St. Augustine says, these saints perfectly guide the life of those who may be willing to live according to them and that they may justly be compared to one building upon rock. Now in that quote, St. Augustine gives us the challenge. We can listen to the teachings, but the challenge is, are we willing to live according to them? That's not easy. And yesterday, for example, we heard the, this reading where Jesus says to us, his disciples, do not judge so that you may not be judged. This is one of the ways in which he teaches this idea of the spirit of reciprocity. 
For, he goes on, Jesus says, for with the judgment you make, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. In other words, what we give out in life is often what we get back. And tomorrow, Jesus is going to actually remind us, be very careful of false prophets. You heard it at the end of today's gospel. The road to salvation is very hard. The gate is very narrow. But today we have this timeless teaching. Again, you can see how Jesus teaches the golden rule. He says, in everything, do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets. You can see in there, again, this spirit of reciprocity. And we have a beautiful example of that in our first reading. Yesterday, Father Donovan did a beautiful teaching on Abraham. And today we see again this continuation of the story in Genesis. Abram and his his nephew Lot, they have become, in the land that they settled, very rich. As a matter of fact, so rich they need to now separate. And so Abram, who will become Abraham, offers Lot the choice. You can go left or you can go right. Whichever you choose, I'm happy to go the other way. It's this law of reciprocity, in a sense, where he says, go this way, I'm happy either way. And he does, and he prospers, because he was willing to live by this timeless golden rule. So the spirit of reciprocity can be, decide, can be defined this way. Exchanging things with others for the mutual benefit and responding to a positive action with another positive action. But again, Jesus reframes that because he's going to teach us time and time again to live this way, to live as if this is the way you want to be treated. Even if the other person gives you something back that you don't want, still treat them with kindness and respect. And it really comes out of this idea that we can live a life of abundance. And Jesus tells us over and over again, if we follow him, we will have life in abundance. So to live this golden rule, to give away what Jesus is saying that we might get back, what are the key things? Well, first we must practice empathy, I believe. And Stephen Covey actually summed that up beautifully in his rule where he said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. If we want people to listen to us, we need to listen to them. We need to practice compassion. Jesus is always going on about compassion. And so we need to learn to be compassionate people because even if we give it away to people who are not compassionate back to us, eventually it will come back to us. And then we need to live these these laws that really allow us to go forward, to go forward in this spirit where there is so much that we can give away, but we give it away because what do we want to be treated like? How do we want people to actually treat us? Well, we want to be treated like a beloved child of a loving God. This is the key. In other words, to treat others as we want to be treated, we have to see ourselves as being worthy of being treated with love and respect, just the way Jesus treats us. That's what we want to give away. Because what we give away is what will eventually come back to us. And that's what Jesus is teaching us in the Sermon on the Mount and in a special way today as we look at this golden rule and we're called to live it every single day because treating others with this kind of compassion and respect and empathy means that we can truly go out into the world in great peace and that we, when we do this and when we live this way, 
That is how we glorify the Lord, by the way we choose to live our lives. God bless. Now, with all our heart and our mind, let us pray to the Lord. For all those listed in the Daily TV Mass Prayer Intentions book, we pray to the Lord. Lord, This month, our community prayer is for those who feel isolated and alone. May God calm their fears and lead them into peace. Let us pray to the Lord. For the grace to be faithful to our Lord's teachings in the Sermon on the Mount and to come to see ourselves as the beloved child of a loving God and to treat them, treat all we meet with love and respect, we pray to the Lord. And for the departed who remain with us in our prayers and our memories and for the promise of joyful reunion, we thank our Lord. For this we pray to the Lord. God, our creator, guardian of our homes and the source of all blessings, you delight in the happiness of your people. Hear the prayers of the daily TV mass community for all your people and for the entire world. Fulfill our needs and guide our actions towards the building up of your kingdom. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. For to the earth the work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Lord God, we ask you to receive us and be pleased with this sacrifice we offer with humble and contrite hearts. Lord, wash away all our iniquities, cleanse us of all our sinfulness. Thank you, thank you. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and good church. As we celebrate your mysteries, O Lord, with the observance that is your due, we humbly ask you that what we offer to the honor of your majesty may profit us for salvation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. His death we celebrate in love, His resurrection we confess with living faith, and his coming in glory we await with unwavering hope. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Francis, our Bishop, all the clergy and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, Saint Nikita Budka and Saint Vasily Veloshovsky and Saint Cyril and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be, be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that with the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, 
and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we may experience the effects of the salvation which is pledged to us by these mysteries through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.